Badger Cast, number five. Straight from southeastern Wisconsin, bringing you your slice of Badgerland, welcome to Badger Cast. And now your host, Julie and Dale. Hey, a freak show! It's not over the floods of 2008 in Badgerland. <laughs> Welcome to your slice of Badgerland. This is Badgercast. Who needs to tone it down a bit? Well, okay. Whoa. Hi, guys. Hi. I'm Dale. I'm Julie. And welcome to flooded southeastern Wisconsin. Yeah, don't take I-94, you won't get much. Okay, how do you get from Kenosha to the Twin Cities? Very carefully and not on I-94. That's right. Right now you go through Milwaukee to Green Bay, west to Eau Claire, and then you finally get to the Twin Cities. And how many hours later? Extra, I should Uh, say. I don't know, five, six, seven. But you get a... Wonderful tour of northern Wisconsin in the process. <laughs> no more rain. I want sun. Well, we've got an action-packed show for you tonight. Yeah, because life has gotten in the way, and we haven't been able to sit down for, gee, close to, what, three weeks now? Probably over that. Hmm. So, where, where do we begin? Well, first of all, let's say welcome back our returning listeners and welcome to all of you who have found BadgerCast for the first time. It'll be an action-packed show. <laughs> you're so looking, You're looking at me like I know exactly what I want to say. Well, you've don't. got show notes for a change. Uh, yeah, we do. Okay, so yeah, we've said no more rain. We need to move on. So, my uh, week. Or weeks, weeks as the case I should may be. Say. We should start with Chocolate Fest because that was Labor, no, Memorial Day weekend. And Chocolate Fest um, was you and I and the kids. Mm-hmm. It was not exactly what I thought it was going to be, but we had fun. Um, it was your typical small town Wisconsin festival. Yeah. With some chocolate. Some. I expected Not more enough chocolate. to get fat on. I expected more chocolate, yeah. Well, there was a lot of chocolate that you couldn't eat. Hey, I've been doing very well. No, 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 no. I don't mean you. I mean, there was a lot of chocolate you couldn't eat. They had chocolate displays and chocolate fountains and chocolate this Mm -hmm. and chocolate that. But none of it you could eat. No. No, no, no. Um, And the kids wanted to do the Midway, but the Midway was a ripoff. And... They only had it for, what, four hours in the first part of the day, so you couldn't even get a 
good um, deal on a wristband for the rides in the later afternoon. Yeah. Our, our own little village carnival, which is coming up this weekend, by the way. Has a better deal. Has a better deal. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, but we did get to do chocolate hand painting with the kids. And uh, oh, the funnier part was our youngest daughter beat her brother at a chin-up at the um, marine station. They had a little thing going on. They had chin-up bar. And Olivia, who is, gee, eight and a half, hung up there for six seconds. And all of 55 pounds. <laughs> and all of 55 pounds. And her brother, two years older than her, couldn't even pull himself up. <laughs> it was quite funny. So she got the poster of the tough-looking marine dude. Tough-looking marine dude's not half bad to look at. So she can put that poster up anytime. So that was Chocolate Fest. And then we went camping and we found a problem. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit on the last show, but um, we went camping and found out we couldn't use our uh, propane. But we didn't quite know why. We now know why. Some little varmint, be it a squirrel or who knows what's out there during the winter, chewed a three-inch hole in the propane line. That was underneath that I couldn't see right away. So my job was finding somebody to replace that for me. And thanks to neighbor Ron, that is now fixed. Thank you, Ron. And I now know how to check the propane line. We need a camping for dummies book. So I should say camper repair for dummies. That would be me. So if you happen to know or would like to write camping for dummies... (laughs) We'll buy it. Uh, let's see. What else has gone on in the last three weeks? We have a new computer system at work. All computerized charting now. And it's... And I got to experience that firsthand. But we'll talk about that in a little oh, bit. Oh, yes, you did. Um, from the user point of view, it's nice having the system. The logistics of how they put it together, in my opinion, leave little to be desired of. It doesn't flow. Little or a lot to be desired? A lot. It doesn't flow. You you go to a screen, you put your stuff in, you go back to look at it. It's not there. It's in a different spot. It doesn't flow. But unfortunately, I can't go back to hand charting, so we got to deal with it. it. And as a use thing, it is, it's okay. I mean, it's... Like any other Windows-based type of thing. You go to the thing, you point, you click, you put in your stuff. Not a big deal. A lot of my coworkers having problems with us. Don't know why. That's computers. Um, let's see. Next, for me, we've been working on Motivated Women podcast, Crystal and I, and we have have two episodes down. We're trying to get the third going. Yes, um, still to be fully put up onto the web. Well, that would be the producer's problem. And the producer, who is sitting across from me, just needs to get button gear. But Crystal and I are having fun putting that one together. Episode three of that will be coming out shortly. So look for all three. And then there will be no Mac product for me. No Mac in the house. Boo-hoo. 
The reason being that when we got the economic stimulus check. Two it, months later than they said. It went to stimulate the economy by purchasing. <laughs> a clarinet and a trombone. And, oh, our kids are starting their musical careers. Yeah, we'll see. They had their first look-see lesson today. If they were practicing, I slept through it. Clarinet's not so bad. Ben has Ben does pretty good on the recorder, switching over from a recorder to the clarinet. Easy. Actually, I thought it was pretty easy for me to pick up the clarinet. I've never played the clarinet before in my life. I played flute, still play flute. Not too hard to switch over. You know, fingering, all that stuff is the same. And I can actually make pretty decent sound. Trombone, forget it. It's There's too much finessing that slide. So practice sessions are going to be interesting. I suggest earplugs. <laughs> I'm thinking you're, you're correct there. We'll see. They got their, actually they pick up their books tomorrow. And we'll see. It's going to be very difficult getting them to practice, I think. I don't think they understand or fully appreciate 30 minutes of practice a day. I think it's a good thing that that they're starting out in the summertime. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, the the stress of everything else in the school day... Isn't going to get to them, yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe they can develop the habit of, of practicing a little bit more mm-hmm. um, in the summer. When and, it's... and all their summer school stuff is pretty much frivolous, fun stuff. I mean, they're in summer school not because they have to be there, but just as something to keep them occupied and their brains going. Ben goes today. He goes, I am not happy with science. Yeah, I, I heard had that. to write Today, <laughs> yeah, but they it, made us write something. You yeah. know, we're going to do cool experiments, but but they made me write stuff today. Yeah, I thought summer school was supposed to be fun. Can I get a word in here? Go. Okay, but that's all going to be overshadowed because they're doing model rockets again, and he loved the model rockets last year. He's going to love it this year. He goes, um, if I had to rank my three. Favorite classes in summer school, mm-hmm. in order, he says, rocketry, band or music, and then science. Oh, well. I, I told him, wait until the end of your first couple weeks and then see if, if you like science. Yeah, the first day is always all the housekeeping stuff, so it's never fun. Okay. And Jack, while we were on summer school, Josh came up to me and goes, why did you put me in Mysteries and Legends? And, I, and I'm like, well, because it's fun. It's all about reading and Mysteries and Legends, and you get to pick them apart, and you get to do stuff, which he does normally, but doesn't. he doesn't see it that he does it all the time. It'll be fun to see how he does over the summer, too. Okay. So the next thing that went for the economic stimulus package... Was buying souvenirs at the Brewers game. And ice cream and 
stuff. Carrot cake. Carrot mm, cake. Yeah. So what should we say about the Brewers game? It was an it was a well, ripoff game because they lost because that triple should have been a home run first off. But well, you know. I talked to other people and they who saw it on TV and it, we they had a better vantage point than we did. It was truly a triple. I don't agree. But I fault the manager for putting two duds after Prince Fielder, <laughs> who could not get a single. To get him home. To get him home, if their life depended on it. Yeah, many people have been talking since Saturday about the pitching. And I understand that that's an issue, but the bigger issue to me is execution. You can't keep making errors. That's true. You need to be able to catch the ball. You need to be able to throw the ball. So we have to thank your brother. Uncle Chris paid for the whole family. And outdid himself. He did outdo himself. The last couple years that we've gone to the game with Uncle Chris, who picks up the tab for everybody, it was your basic seating. This year, we got to sit in the Gale Clubhouse. Awesome. Just awesome. Absolutely. So thanks, Chris. Thank you. The kids, thank you. So do the rest of the aunts and uncles and everybody. And what else for me for the week? Well, see, my last thing for the last couple weeks kind of involves you. Which kind of goes back to the computers at work. Which kind of goes into your bowling outing. (laughs) Okay, well, that'll talk about me later. But, you know, one thing we didn't put on... Our you didn't show put notes. on the show notes is our, I'm waiting our anniversary. Yes, I have to say happy anniversary for 18 years. We had a good night, didn't we? Mm-hmm. On the spur of the moment, we were able to get a babysitter, and I surprised you by telling you to meet me for dinner. We had a very nice dinner at uh, Cabarrus. Cabarrus. Mm-hmm. In Brookfield. I think they're a chain, but it's a pretty decent chain. Good Italian food. I liked my shrimps and scallops. Mm-hmm. Dessert was awesome, and I did hold myself in check. Well, I, what was it? I, I It was something chocolatey and frou-frou-y and that kind of thing. But Chocolate, chocolate brownie? I don't know what they called it. <clears throat> but it was basically probably about a four-inch square, two-inch thick brownie. Split in half, and then it was brownie, chocolate mousse, whipped cream, brownie, chocolate mousse, whipped cream, drizzled with hot fudge sauce. It was really, really, really good. And it was I good. did very well in only she a part it. of it. She I shared, shared it. it with you and then mm-hmm. took the rest home for, for one of the kids. Mm-hmm. So. so you can still lose weight and enjoy chocolate. As long as you have somebody to give half your dessert to. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes. My week, huh? Your week. Weeks. Weeks. What are you going to start off with? Oh, I'll just the go dreaded down. bugs. I'll go down the list. I wanted to do the uh, here. Maybe I'll just do it this way. Dun da da dun da da dun da da dun. I think you got the dun, wrong music. Dun, dun. Oh, all right. Well, okay. I don't have the music, but. Box Elder Wars. Da, 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 da. They're gross. 
smelly. Red pick. and black, or black and red bugs. Beetles. They're Any, a type of beetle. They're a type of beetle. Anyway, I don't care. They're randy little beetles who were having sex all over <laughs> our camper. Uh-huh. So we, we had the camper out and open to air it out after our camping trip. And it must have been just that week that the box elder bugs decided to mate all over and inside and outside and under it and was through gross. They were everywhere. the camper. And Ben goes, why are they back to back? Because they're making new box elder bugs. You're experiencing science, Ben. <laughs> it's called biology. So what we did was we took the shop vac. No, we did not do that. You did that. I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I sucked the bugs into the shop vac. Gross. And then we quickly closed up the camper... And they still had the ones that remained that were not uh, killed in the carnage. Hopefully they'll be suffocated and I can just sweep them out because when you crush those things, oh, they stink. So if you've ever experienced the box elder invasion, let us know what you did. To get rid of them. See, but now we're past box elder invasion. Now we have the June bugs. So that when I come home at night from work, mm-hmm. the whole screen door is full of June bugs. And they're probably, they're even. They're about a, the size of a quarter. Yeah. They're big. They're brown. They're slimy. They're gross. And well, at least they don't have sex. Well, not that I can see. <laughs> and now that we have all the rain. Now we have to worry about earwigs. And mosquitoes. I can deal with mosquitoes. Earwigs are just... Not so much. Summer bugs in Wisconsin. Gross, gross. So, what's next on your list of things that you've been doing? Well, this will probably be the last episode. Hopefully. Knock on wood. What? Of BadgerCast? No. No. Where BadgerCast will be... Also on the Philosophy Guy feed. Ah, we got our feed through. Because BadgerCast is now listed on iTunes. Yay! Sort of. What do you mean, sort of? Well, I mean, I got, I I put it in. I got the email from Apple. It says, hey, you're listed on iTunes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's your, here's your page. Uh Uh-huh. You should be, uh... In the search engine in a couple of days. Not so? I think I looked maybe last Friday, and we and I put it in about a month ago. We're still not in the search engine. So, if you would like to put BadgerCast in your iTunes, go to our website at BadgerCast.com. And click on the iTunes link, and that will open the page for you in iTunes and let you subscribe. Okay. So, there you go. Now, this next thing that you have coming up kind of just spurs multiple things that are going to happen in your life. Well, (laughs) 
I'm thinking of, of um, never bowling again. Yeah, possibly. Okay. But um, maybe we should do the rodeo update first. What about the rodeo? Well, it's next to the garage. It is out of my garage. It is out of the garage. And, and, and it does start. And it starts. Actually, it starts well, and it seems to run fairly well. The dash is back together, and the radio's in. And um, We're waiting for pickup. Well, no. delivery. Well, one more thing, though. We have to get the, the cable fixed. No, Ron, Ron, our trusty neighbor who fixed the uh, um, propane line, uh-huh. was able to help us fix the, or at least jury-rigged the battery cables. Okay. For a long journey to wherever it's, so to its final resting place. So, so you're telling me I just need to make a phone call and find a pickup date and delivery date and it's gone? If we wish. Please, 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 please. If we wish to drive it illegally, yes. Ugh, I forgot Other, about that. Otherwise, I need to register it with the state and pay my 75 bucks. But if said person comes up to get it, then we don't have to and, do that. And purchases it or signs over the title. It's signing over the title. Yes. We're being very, we're doing our humanly deed. Yes. I don't want it. Somebody else needs it. They get it. So um, we, we've uh, extended the invite. And I was thinking of doing it this weekend. Can't do it this weekend. Because we're going camping. But uh-huh. um, we'll have to check out. In the near future. And we can't do it the weekend after that either. We got to do it sometime. Or you know what? It's going to be December and it's going to be right next to the garage. Barely. If you're listening, you need to call and discuss this with Dale. (laughs) All right. Okay. Onward. So next thing is as part of a reward at work, there was an outing on, um, on a Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So I took Friday afternoon off, and we went to, this is kind of a neat place. It's called I Pick Entertainment Center. Never heard of it. What is it? It is a high-class nightclub, bowling alley, and movie theater. And where is this? Um, Bayshore. 60 in, miles away. 60 miles away in Glendale. Um it's a. They have eleven lanes mm-hmm. and a and a uh, a restaurant, a cocktail lounge, mm-hmm. and they have what these they call like the upscale movie theaters where they have the small like intimate theater where they have love seats and you get uh, waiter service and you can bring drinks in and all that. Can kind they of stuff. build one of these in Oconomowoc? <laughs> Well, you know what? With the rate Oconomowoc is growing, and if they do end up building that huge mall that they want to build, mm-hmm. they could, there could be one there. See, I want a Trader Joe's in Oconomowoc, too. You could probably get a Trader Joe's in Oconomowoc. Okay. In you, you about five years. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm right next to the hospital, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That they're building. Mm-hmm. They actually got pretty far on that, too. Yeah. So what was bowling like? Well, it was fun. Um, we, uh, I actually did fairly well. I bowled five games, which is probably a part of the downfall. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and how, how many games after you truly hurt yourself? Probably three. Okay. People, we will remember this. Okay, go on. Okay. Well, and then they had, you know, food and, uh, you know, some of the product, fine product. Um, and so I, I'm bowling, and I'm, I, I won the first game and was close to winning the second game. And, you know, I don't bowl. I don't do a lot of physical activity. No. And I, I noticed that when I was bowling, I would every once in a while get a twinge in my Twinge, huh? Stomach, yes. And it would be a little bit painful, and it would go away. And you never thought anything of this? Well, I thought something about it, but I thought, well, I don't feel terrible. He didn't think of saying anything to me. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So, so I had a good day, mm-hmm. and... Um, didn't think didn't, anything didn't of it? Think didn't anything say anything about it? Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. Typical male. Okay, okay. keep going. And then... Um, then, was it, two weeks go by? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I go golfing on mm, Last Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Last Wednesday. A week ago. Probably a reason why we didn't have the Badger cast. Yeah, we were supposed to do Badger cast that day, but go on. And um, I have fun. I come home, go mm-hmm. to bed, wake up on Thursday morning, and I cannot stand up. Why can't you stand up? I have a hernia. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Back up there, buddy. You didn't know you had a hernia. You couldn't stand up because it hurt. But did you say one word before you left the house? No, because I thought it would go away. Yeah. Because it went away before. Did it go away? No. Okay, so... I'm I, I I'm like okay fine it's gonna go away in a couple of minutes so I uh, take my shower mm-hmm. I pop four Advil mm-hmm. I get in my car mm-hmm. and I start driving to work hmm. and it doesn't it's not going away Mm-mm. it's getting worse it's how feeling long, like somebody how long till st- you called me mm-hmm. uh, it was a good hour to an hour and a half from the time I woke up to the time mm-hmm. I called you. Mm-hmm. I stopped to get gas, and when I couldn't stand up fully and get get, and fill my tank, Mm -hmm. I knew I better go home. Oh, two hours later, Uh huh? So I get home at about eight o'clock in the morning when I should have been at work, Mm -hmm. and we end up going to the emergency room. We did. We spent hmm, almost six hours there. Yes, and I firsthand got to experience your new computer system. As they were taking all of my information. And and as a patient, what did you think of said computer system? Do you agree with me? Well, it wasn't so bad because I didn't see it, but uh, they were de- it, they were definitely not proficient in it yet. Mm-hmm. So then we, uh, I got my first ever CAT scan, and I hope it's my last ever. Why? Well, I mean, it wasn't a terrible test, but. You Drinking know, contrast is never good. Even that didn't taste so terrible. But it just So what's the worst part of a cat skin? Well, you get underneath in this hold on. You're laying down and you get your feet up and they you go into this tube. Well it's not even really it's in a, a tube. Donut. It's a donut. So you go in this donut and then they say, Hold your breath. 
they, uh, then they go, and you come back out, and you go back in. Hold your breath. Mm, come back out. Did you have to have IV contrast? Yes, I did. And, and how did that feel? It, kind of, <laughs> it actually kind of feels sexy. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> it was a very nice, warm feeling, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> Only you... Would say that about that feeling, <laughs> but I did have to go to the bathroom after I was done. Oh. <laughs> okay. So. So we were there for six hours, and finally found out that you have a ventral hernia. Yes. Or otherwise known as a belly button hernia. And is it feeling any better? Nah, Define better. Hmm, as I thought. So soon people will probably be hearing about his exploits as a surgical patient. Hmm. So stay tuned to the BadgerCast here at BadgerCast.com <laughs> or Twitter or any of the other Web 2.0 things that we are into. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what I just remembered about that hospital stay? Who put your IV in? Well, you did. Hey, did you get paid for that? I did not get paid for that. <laughs> there was no price taken off your bill. All right. But I got it in, didn't I? Yes, and you're the one that always says that I have such wonderful veins. Your veins roll, though. I'm sorry? Hmm. I got it in in one poke, so there. There you go. All right. Okay. Blues Fest. Blues Fest. We want to get rid of the rain next year. Yes. Yeah. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. So who was all at Blues Fest? And this is the third annual Blues Fest, at least for us. Third for us, yes. Um, people we met up with, we met up with Barely from Barely Podcasting. We met up with Oblivion and his wife and, and daughter. Mm-hmm. And we met up with Kat and... Um, her friend, and there were a bunch of other people that Kat knew um, that were there. Uh, I don't remember any other particular person. No, I, d- I don't. But we, we first, we ended up meeting near a group that had a spank me. Yeah, it was kind of flag. a funky sign. Uh-huh. <laughs> Big handprint, mm-hmm. American flag, and then the spank me sign. <laughs> I'd love to know the story. Yes. Blues Fest was fun. We got rained upon. Twice. Twice. That's the second time we ended up leaving. And um, we ended up going to Bennigan's, which is, gosh, what, three blocks from Grant Park? Right. It's... Right across the street from the art museum. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a good thing we went there. Because <clears throat> while we were in the restaurant drying out, um, there was a bunch of bad weather between Chicago and our house. <laughs> Right, and luckily we missed it all. Mm-hmm. We had a good time at Bennigan's. Yes, we had a great time and got a chance to spend some time with uh, Barely and mm-hmm. and uh, had a great dinner and chit-chatted and all of that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, you guys stuff. chit-chatted. Well, I chit-chatted too, but not with you two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, here's, here's the thing. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit away from, from Julie, and, and I'm uh. talking to Barely. And and, and probably she, ten fifteen feet away. Yeah, about ten fifteen. But it's a crowded restaurant, so you can't hear what anybody else is saying. 
And I go to, to Beryl, and he's like, should I be worried that my wife is talking to a Chicago policeman who is wearing a bulletproof vest? They were all wearing bulletproof vests, each and every one of those officers. But he was the only one wearing it on the outside. Well, it's their choice how they want to wear it. Okay. But I only asked him a question. And that question was? Why don't Chicago cops wear tasers? Where I work and the cops I see, they all have tasers. And his response was that they don't let them use them if they are not a lieutenant or above, is what he said. Okay. And this is Chicago, the third largest city in the United States. Mm-hmm. And we're in Brookfield or suburban Milwaukee. <laughs> suburban Milwaukee will work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody has a taser. I wouldn't say everybody, but the beat cops that I... I um, encounter at work all have tasers, and that's more than one municipality. I I thought it was strange. That's why I asked. I'm sorry that I am the more outgoing of the two of us, and I can strike up a conversation (laughs) with with whoever I want, okay? It's not like after 20-some years of knowing me, you didn't know that. No, I I don't care. I was just afraid you were going to get arrested. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. With I had two kids sitting next to me. <laughs> well, I couldn't hear what he was saying to you. Or <laughs> He was kind of animated, actually. He was like, oh. He was fun to talk to. Oh, I'm sure he was. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Anyway. <sighs> anyway, what? We should probably take a break because we're... There was a lot of stuff to go through. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, what is our break song? Our break song comes from... The Reveals. The Reveals. And it is, and I can't find my notes. Want You Back. And you can find them at www.myspace.com front slash their reveals band. Or the reveals band. I can't read too well, can I? (laughs) 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 Sorry about that.
from the Podsafe Music Network. That was The Reveals and Want You Back. That's a very nice song. It's the first time I've heard that. And now it's time for The Cheesehead Spotlight. And this is a good one. This is a good one from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is Summerfest. Yearly, the last weekend in June through, through July 4th weekend. Usually the July 4th weekend. And this year it'll be the 26th through, through the, the 6th, 6th, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's um, at Held at Meyer Festival Park, and it's been known as the Big Gig. Since I was in college, yeah. Yes. 11-day festival started in, in the mid-70s, and it's billed as the world's largest music festival. It has over 10 stages of music and entertainment and attractions, and it features artists from all music genres, country, rock, hip-hop, jazz, and everything in between. How about giving a quick list of those who... Who are going to be there? Yeah. Well, this year, some of the top things that you're going to see if you're there or hear around from other people are the Bodines, John Mellencamp, Candlebox, Marsha Ball, Alicia Keys, Pat Benatar, Tim McGraw, Susan Tedeschi. Is that how you say that? Susan Tedeschi. Tedeschi. Kansas and tons more. Um, we've been going to Summerfest on and off, not every, absolutely every year, but yeah, cause to go for, for us being so close to go every year is just kind of boring after a while. But I mean, I've been going since college, so I've been going since hmm, 1982, 83 mm-hmm. and, um, we have a blast. You make a day out of it. We've, um, sometimes we've brought the kids. Sometimes we haven't brought the kids. Kind of depends on what you're doing. There are things there for kids, there's a children's um, outdoor theater, like pl- stage theater, where they do magic shows, magic shows, puppet type things, all kinds of stuff. They have different, um, oh, what would be the word? Um, Activities. Exhibitions, I think, is more right. like because they had the, the soccer people there for a while, and then they have some basketball things. So they have a, a lot of different things out there. I mean, of course, there's always a midway. I've never really gone on the midway there with the kids because I think it's a ripoff no matter what. But just Actually, browsing through the different, um, I don't want to say craft tables because they're not, I mean, they're, they're truly merchant type things and you get the the variety from um, hand-woven things to the guy that we bought a couple pictures from a couple years ago that does all the inlaid wood wood pictures, which are just Awesome, they're gorgeous. I would, if I had an infinite amount, an infinite of amount of money. <laughs> there is one that he's had there for the last couple of years that we've gone. It's a a mirror, and then it's surrounded by inlaid roses in different woods and, and colors. It's it's awesome, but I can't afford it, so I get to just go look at it every year that it's there. We have a sailboat picture that he did. Mm-hmm. That's it's really cool, um, but then you have people there that sell jewelry. You have people there that do you know. There's all kinds of things there, 
in, I think they even call it the World Marketplace or the World Bazaar, something like that. Um, plus all the music and then, you know, the different beers that they have and wine, wine coolers. It's And food. And food. <laughs> you can't forget the food. <laughs> There's um, each vendor, you can buy their specialty items and it represents a whole bunch of the restaurants in the Milwaukee, in the Milwaukee area. Mm-hmm. area. You know, whether it be... The Chocolate Swan. Um, or Cousin Subs. Cousin Subs to... to or Saz's. Saz's Ribs, which are awesome. Um, what else is there? The um, Eggplant Place. Um, I think it was the Venice Club or something like... No, it's like the Venice Club, but, I mean, you have a variety from Mexican to Italian to Thai to whatever. Right. It's there. And for what you get, it's really a deal. Mm-hmm. It's cost only fifteen dollars for adults, and there are several promotions throughout the the festival run. So if um, you go on a particularly a weekday, and the, you get there before I think it's before noon, one o'clock. Noon, one o'clock. Well, no, probably closer to three because it opens at noon. And I, I apologize, I'm hearing buzzing, but uh, do, do you hear? I heard it for a brief time. Yeah. But the, the first few hours that the park is open on certain weekdays, they have, if you bring X in, you get in free. So I believe last year they had Cedar Crest Ice Cream Day. You brought in a lid from the Cedar Crest Ice Cream, um, five-gallon ice cream thing, you got in free. Or or if you, I think they do, like, if you make donations to a food pantry, mm-hmm. you get it reduced or... Right. So if you're going with the kids, that's the perfect time time to go. Is go during the, when they... I'm hearing that buzzing again, too. Um, if you go with the kids, that's one of the better times to go in because you can get in, do that stuff. Because nighttime is truly for the adults' older kids. Younger kids, they have more of the stuff going on during the day. Um, not that you're not going to find people with the kids sacked out in um, strollers and such while mom and dad enjoy a glass of beer or a glass of wine listening to either A, the oldies, um, <laughs> or rocking with some of the new bands out. It's a lot of fun. Just remember, if you're drinking, drink water and bring plenty of sunscreen. Yes. And this year, we are going on the 28th. With a group of podcasters. Um, that's the plan so far. Yes. Um, Barely and his daughter are planning on coming. Um, DinkyCast is planning on meeting us there. Um, there's a possibility of Cheap Date showing up. Cool. And Steve from GeekFit is going to be in the area, and he's been invited to join us for the day if he can, if he can manage it, and he's looking forward to that. So, you Anybody can... else out there in podcasting land who's going to be in the area and want to meet up um, at some point during that day, give us a jingle. At 206-202-2008. If yes. you want to find out about Summerfest, you can look at their website. And their website is, hold on, hold on. It's easy. Summerfest.com? Yes. And um, what on the 28th, since that's the day we're going, these are some of the featured acts. John Mellencamp will be at the Marcus Amphitheater. Now, the big acts do have a additional ticket charge. 
Oh, right at the amphitheater, you get. Yes. I mean, you can get. You have to pay to get into Summerfest, but yes, you do have to pay extra for your ticket too. To to just the Marcus Amphitheater stuff. Other than that, everything is included in your fifteen dollars. Correct. Now, do they still do the hand stamp? If X amount of people get in, you can sit in the grass seats at the Marcus Amphitheater. I still think they do, but good luck. Yeah, because that's pretty hard. You have to be there like when the gates open. Yeah. So um, Marcus Amphitheater on the 28th features John Mellencamp and Lucinda Williams. The Miller Light Oasis features Trace Atkins. Mm. The Briggs and Stratton Brickyard features the Bodines, Milwaukee's own Bodines. We will be there. Runaway. (laughs) I remember Runaway. The Harley-Davidson Roadhouse will feature Dashboard Confessional. Mm, haven't heard of them. And the Zippo Rock Stage will feature um, Willie Porter, which mm-hmm. is a decent local mm-hmm. rock act. And um, the Potawatomi Stage will feature at 8 o'clock. I just figured out what our buzzing is. Yes. Move that phone, iPhone away, babe. <laughs> Stop it. The uh, a pod safe artist, Eli Paperboy Reed and the True Loves, at eight o'clock. And we're going to be moving around because these are all around the same time, aren't they? All of these are the the, the eight late. or the ten o'clock acts. Okay. Yeah. Um, and ten o'clock is James Hunter and last um, and at the JoJo Martini Lounge. Uh, stage is the Rhythm Kings. They're good too. Listen to them. And I think that's it for the main acts. For I, I, I foresee the rest of my economic stimulus package being spent at Summerfest. Because <laughs> the kids are going to want t shirts or sweatshirts and food and beer and yeah. Yes. Okay. So. The last thing I have about Summerfest is, dear, what is your best Summerfest memory? My best Summerfest memory? Hmm, that, that's hard. Or a Summerfest memory. I think one of my, one of the best, I wouldn't say it's the best because there's a lot of other ones, was the first time I went being right out of high school going into college. When they still had before they had the Marcus Amphitheater and they had the um, open rose seating and you were, if I remember it, you were facing the lake, um, and we went. I pretty much my first concert. I mean that I had never gone to a concert before, and I thought it was quite interesting that you know we're all college kids having fun, drinking beer, and I was astounded again, naive first concert that the people in front of me were doing lines of coke in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the rock stage. I, you that know was what? the early 80s, though. So that it was... It was. I, I don't remember if it was the rock stage. Um, I mean, That we, was the biggest stage back then, I believe. Pro- probably, yeah. Um, another memory is, you know, we went, gosh, was it after? It was after we graduated. So we're talking... Late 80s, early 90s, um, going down and seeing the Bodines for the first time in concert Mm -hmm. and being like two rows from the stage 
and was down there with friends from college, and it was blast. Jumping and up on the... Uh, jumping up on the stage, and for me... On the picnic tables. and Of course you got to dance on a table at Summerfest. It's not, a, not Summerfest if you don't have your beer in one hand and dancing on the table. That's right. Um, but I knew my RA in college dated one of the Bodines. Okay. So she, I think we saw her down there. So it was it was good to kind of meet up and, again, notice how small the world is with people that you you know or whatever, who they know. It's, it's running into a lot of people, too, that have made Summerfest kind of cool that way. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Your best Summerfest memory? Oh, I, probably the first time I got really toasted there. <laughs> I can think of one of the other ones, and it wasn't, I mean, it was great fun for us, but it wasn't, it was more fun for friends of ours, who Jim proposed to marry on the oh, sky. Oh, yeah, on the sky. Sky tram thing. Yep, on the sky tram thing at Summerfest. Actually, on the 3rd of July, because we all stayed to watch the fireworks. Well, see, that's another big thing. Depending on the day you go down to Summerfest, the bottom lot of some fireworks, they have the Big Bang on the 3rd, but every night of Summerfest... Bartolotta does uh, um, fireworks display. I'm not sure. I think they do it the first night, but I'm not sure about every night anymore. They may have cut back. They may have cut back. Festa, and by Festa, I mean Festa Italiana, does it every night. Yes. See, there's so many things that go down on the lake. If you miss Summerfest, go to the Milwaukee website and look up the fests that are... Because starting now, basically from Summerfest... Through the end of September, there is a festival downtown at the lakefront. Every weekend. Every weekend. Thursday through Sunday. So. And Fest is one of the other big ones. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So if you want to check it out, just go to summerfest.com. Mm-hmm. And we'll hope to see you there. Yes, it's so, going to be lots of fun. So now it's time for Pronounce That Wisconsin Name. And last week... The name was, or I shouldn't say last week, last show, episode four. The name was M-U-K-W-O-N-A-G-O. Did we get any phone calls on this? We got a couple phone calls. Okay, let's see what they said. And the first one comes from our friend. Barely. Hey, Dale and Julie, it's Barely. Yeah, uh, me again. Um, I am doing my entry for the Name This Weird Wisconsin Cheesehead um, uh, town. I bet this one's named Kenosha. Am I right? Come on, I gotta be right. It's Kenosha, right? Kenosha? I swear, that is what it is. Kenosha. Dale gave me kind of the inside track on that one uh, when I was up there. Uh, anyway, uh, Kenosha, right? Okay, catch you guys later. Bye. All right. No, that wasn't last time. He called again. We're being voicemail bombed by Barely? <laughs> Of course. All right. He's back in the saddle. And then it we wasn't got, Kenosha. No. And then we got one from Joe. Well, he should probably get this correct, right? Let's hope so. <laughs> hey, Badger people. This is Joe calling from beautiful Arlington Heights, Illinois. I just wanted to call to answer the how to pronounce this town for this, for this uh, episode. And it's the town that you mentioned is pronounced McGuanago. And 
the reason that I know this, actually the reason I can pronounce most towns in Wisconsin is because one of my best friends grew up in Okachi, which is just outside Oconomowoc, and I spend a lot of time up there enjoying uh, what you guys have up there in uh, Wisconsin, which is primarily beer, cheese, and fishing. Keep up the great work. Talk to you soon. Get a new producer? We need a new producer. I'm now being kicked off the. Or should I send you to remedial mixer school? Send the mixer to mixer school. Anyway, Joe, you are correct. It is McGuanago. That's right, McGuanago. Mm-hmm. And where Joe spends a lot of his time is not too far from our backyard. <laughs> If he was up in Okachi in Oconomowoc. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So. So, it brings us to the next Wisconsin city. How do you pronounce this? Correct. And it is. Are you ready? Do you have pencil and paper? Sure. Okay. Here we go. It is K-E-W-A-S-K-U-M. I will spell that again. K-E-W-A-S. K-U-M. Good luck. I think Joe should not call. Well, he'll know every city. In... He, he, he said he would know most of them. Yeah? So does that disqualify him? Or nah. can we just have him as a runner-up? Nah. nah. Nah? He still gets to play? We, we need all the phone calls we can get. <laughs> okay. Well, I wouldn't mind talking to Joe. Hmm. Okay. So what are you reading, dear? Oh, I've been reading lots. Um, I found a new author to me, and in looking him up to see who he was, he is a new author. He um, published his first book in 2006, and that was the um, first book I read. It's called The Shadow Catchers, and the author's name is Thomas Lakeman. And they are mystery thriller books, um, and very good. I went looking on um, the Internet to, to pull up some stuff, and Every review I found of that and his subsequent book are just awesome reviews. So I really recommend his books. And that second book that he wrote is called Chill Water Cove. That's the first author. I read a book this week um, also, a new book for me, or I should say new genre of book. I don't typically read the feel-good books, the, as I call them, chick books, kind of like the chick flicks. And this one is by an Edward Hardy and it's called Keeper and Kid. And it's a really good story about how life gets in the way and how this guy deals with it. So I, I suggest both of those, or I should say all three of those books. And, of course, I'm awaiting. It came out today. I'm being very good by not going out and buying it. The new Janet... Janet Ivanovic book. Oh. Mm-hmm. So if anybody out there f- reads her series and knows about Ranger and Joe and Stephanie, it came out today, and we get the next installment. And today is Wednesday, June... 19th. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I really want to find out about Ranger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're okay. giving me a look. <laughs> it's one of those things. 
<laughs> I, that I just don't get into. Oh, you get benefits from it. Oh, I'm sure I do. Mm-hmm. So, what does that bring us to? It brings us to the end. It brings us to the end? Yes. You know, I did forget one thing in, in what's going on with Julie. What? I am down. Oh, the, the weight update. Yeah, I'm down 33 pounds. Yay! Mm-hmm. Feels really good. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Almost halfway there. All right. Yep. Hey, and I want to take this opportunity to thank all the people who Skyped and Twittered and... and uh, Made my day easier last Thursday. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, sent their well wishes to me. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, I usually don't get all mushy, so... <laughs> no, you don't. He didn't even take the pain medicine offered. I took some. Okay, okay, let me rephrase that. He didn't take the narcotics offered. I took just whatever I needed to get me through. Which was basically liquid Advil. Mm-hmm. So, again, thanks and appreciate uh, your well wishes. and uh, Made my day go by fast, too, because mm-hmm. you weren't in a talkative mood. No, I pretty much wanted to sleep. Yep. So, you can get a hold of us at thebadgercast at gmail.com or you can go to our website and see us at www.badgercast.com um, You can call us at 206-202-2008 in unison there. Um, you can see see me on Twitter and on Skype and I'm Don't Tickle Me. And I'm the Philosophy Guy. And the last place you can get me would be at the blog, www.donttickleme.net, or do we have the Motivated Women site up yet? Not We're working quite. on We're it. We're working on it. Yeah. So, so, soon to come. So we'll leave you with a song from the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com, and it's from the Podsafe artist, Lee, Eli Paperboy Reed and the True Loves, who will be the feature artist at the Potawatomi Bingo, Casino, and Pavilion with Miller High Life and on Milwaukee.com stage at Summerfest on Saturday, June 28th at 8 p.m. And this is Take My Love With You. So until next time, this is Julie and Dale saying night. Sometimes I'm so far away from you, darling. But here's what I want you to do while I'm gone. You ought to take my love with you.